This is the Nickel Package Podcast. Five games, five picks. We'll try and show you the way. Brought to you by Bones Brothers Media. You know, it was one week ago when we established the Nickel Package Podcast. And unbeknownst to me at the time, we may have also established uh, bettheopposite.com because I went one in four last week. And um, I don't think I'm going to make picks this week to avoid the hate mail and the death threats that are certainly coming to me on social media. But the other guys, the golf pros and our resident uh, college football expert, they went over 500. Bones DK Golf and uh, TW Man 66 joining us. Had a good golf cast yesterday. How you guys doing since then? I'm doing great, I'm man. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing great. Uh, you know, three and three, that's a win for me in the week. Aloysius, our uh, resident college football expert, was the expert last week, four and one. Uh, and actually, you hit the West Virginia game also. You took the home crowd on the bonus bet. So you were five and one last week, off to a red heart, hot start. Are you feeling like it can carry over into the second edition of the Nickel Package podcast? I'm feeling that some of these picks feel a little too easy, which, you know, probably means uh, go opposite, but we'll see what happens. We're going to try and give you five games, five picks, man. That's how it goes. The games that we like the most. We'll start in the college arena with Michigan State uh, hosting Nebraska this week. And Nebraska is kind of an interesting team. They've been up and down in the first three games. And uh, Michigan State seems to be rolling red hot right now. So Aloysius, I know you like Michigan State in this game. We actually have a consensus on, on this one. All three like Michigan State, I have my daughter in the background right now also, forgive me. All three of us like Michigan State in this one. Aloysius, tell us why you do. First of all, I'm not a Nebraska fan. Their only wins have come against Fordham and Buffalo, while Michigan State whooped up on Miami last week, and uh, they prepared for a dual-threat quarterback that Miami had. So same here with thing with Martinez here. Yeah, Nebraska played Oklahoma tough last week, but overall I just don't think it's a good football team. I love Mel Tucker as a football coach. Um, they went to Northwestern and won by 17, and they also beat Miami, and they were both underdogs in both those games. This team has finally had, has an offense, really strong run game, and you combine that with a really strong defense. Give me Sparty under a touchdown in a night game, finally ranked. Love it. I'll tell you what, though, Wild Man, Nebraska did play a lot better than a lot of people thought they were going to at Oklahoma last week. They hung in there. Why do you like Michigan State, though? Well, you know, Michigan State with D'Antonio previously had established themselves as sort of a slog-along team, defensive-minded. Right now they're scoring. You know, they've got a running back, Walker, who's going bananas. Um, their quarterback, Thorne, has not thrown an interception this year as of yet. And uh, Nebraska's a team that I'm just not really buying right now. They've got a running back who's out, so they're going to rely more on uh, Martinez to, to do that dual threat. I think it's going to be a spot where Michigan State can – zero in on him um, specifically and take him out of the game. Five is an important number. If that line is six or seven, maybe I change a little bit, but five is a weird number in a college football line. So I'll, I'll lay it. Wild man's right. They're scoring a ton of points, Bones DK. What do you like so much about Sparty? Yeah, I just like Michigan State as a team. Uh, minus five, they're at home. Yeah, I just don't think Nebraska is the real deal. So I'm Michigan State minus five. Michigan State wants to own the state of Michigan by the end of the season. Also, they got a good chance to do it, man. Off to a pretty good start. Let's jump to the NFL now here quickly. We've got the Eagles taking on the Cowboys, a good old-fashioned NFC East showdown here. Uh, Wildman, we're never, we've never been Cowboys fans here, um, but you don't even like either team here. You like the over. Tell us why you like that. 
Yeah, we did support our old buddy, Sean Lee, who uh, we grew up with, who, who was uh, about a decade for the Cowboys. But other than that, yeah, not Cowboys fans. If you know me, you know I'm an NFL under guy. However, in this one, I am going to go the over. I think Hertz is an explosive player. Both teams have been drafting offensive players uh, when maybe they needed defensive players Been stacking up wide receivers that can get down the field. Uh, and I like Prescott, just where he left off prior to the ankle injury, 320 yards passing per game. Um, I think both teams are, are offensive minded and that should lead to some points. Wild man taking the over. We have a crossfire on this one here because Bones DK likes the Eagles and uh, Aloysius likes the Cowboys. What about the Eagles, Bones DK, do you like? I just like their defense, and I think their offense is a little underrated. Uh, Hertz is a great quarterback. He's playing great. I like what I see out of him. And the Cowboys' defense is just terrible. So um, I just think four points is – I'm a sucker for points in the NFL. I just like the four points here against a bad, uh, bad defense. And I think uh, Philly can sustain the offense in Dallas. So I think it'll be a closer game than a lot of people think, um, even the under maybe. Prescott can light it up. Um, their receiving core is solid, Aloysius. And quite honestly, I watched on Red Zone, you know, the, the couple scoring drives they had. It was a primetime game, 4 o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. So I saw a lot of it on Red Zone. Pollard looked so much better than Zeke Elliott did. So what are you digging about the Cowboys, uh, given the points in this one? I love the offensive game plan. You know, back in the day, they just run Zeke up the middle. Now, like you said, you beat me to the point. Tony Pollard is just electrifying. Cooper is a little banged up. You got Cedric Wilson in there, too. I mean, I just simply think the Cowboys are going to outscore the Eagles this game. You got to, with the hook, you got to watch for a little Jalen Hurts backdoor cover. But again, I just think Cowboys at home divisional game Monday night, they're going to come out cranking. Prime time. And like you just said, I mean, that, that kind of Aloysius's take there, Wildman, kind of favors your over bet as well. There's going to be a lot of points scored, and, and the Eagles are going to have to outscore them. And uh, Prescott might be in a better position. Than, uh, than Hurts on Monday night. All right, let's jump back to college here. A&M at Arkansas. This is like at a neutral site, I think, Wildman. Is that the case? Where are they playing this game? Uh, AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Cowboy Stadium. So it is a home game on the schedule for Arkansas, but Texas A&M gets to play in their home state. That's a pretty interesting te- uh, you know, start to the, to the take here. Um, we have a consensus on this one. Everybody likes Arkansas. Bones DK, will start with you. They're getting five and a half points in this game. Why do you like Arkansas? You know, actually, uh, I, I made that pick before I found out it was being played in Dallas, in, in Texas. So I'm going to do a little switch here and actually switch it to Texas A&M. I like them. Uh, they're, they're home team at home field advantage, essentially. And I think Arkansas kind of sucks, actually. I know they're ranked like 15th or 16th in the nation, but A&M is number seven. Let's give uh, A&M in Texas the win. Arkansas seems to have a lot of momentum. There's no doubt about it. The, the Bielema years were some of the worst years they've ever had, but the hangover didn't last long. I don't know if you guys saw the clip on social media last week of the win that they had and their athletic director being like, just let the kids rush the field. We, we've been wanting this for a long time. So they got a lot of momentum here, Aloysius. Why are you taking the five points? I'll be honest. The quarterback play of AM. AM was a top 10 team to start the year, but they lost their dual threat quarterback. And I watched the game that AM played against Colorado. The kid was like a deer in the headlights. He can't run. He's not very accurate. So you put him in that nationally televised game environment, plus against a pretty good Arkansas team. And Arkansas has got a quarterback that can use his legs to pick up first downs. 
I just think it's going to be a grind them out game. Give me, give me the points in this one, but I, I do think Arkansas straight, uh, straight out winner on this one. Yeah, I mean, even though it is in Texas, Wild Man, Arkansas is the home team, and they're the underdog. They're getting the points. You know, again, we talked about it last week. It's maybe why I went one and four, but you usually like to take the points if you're at home. Why do you like Arkansas? Yeah, forget the points. I'll take Arkansas to win the game. I'll kind of piggyback off Aloysius there. Quarterback play, uh, K.J. Jefferson on the Arkansas side. He's got a lot of Cam Newton in him if you've watched him play. Big dude can really get down the field quickly, has a little shake and bake to him as well. Um, and I'll give you this too. Talk about a bad quarterback for Texas A&M. Well, how about a bad quarterback with limited opportunity? Arkansas through three games has five players on the roster with 100 yards rushing who all average five or more yards per carry. So, you know, your, Texas A&M defense is going to have their work cut out for them for sure. And playing from behind with that quarterback could get them into trouble early. That's another thing. I mean, they got to score first and, and keep a lead with the kind of quarterback play that Aloysius alluded to. That's good takes right there, guys. Let's move on to the next game. Um, perhaps I think the most interesting game we can talk about this week, Notre Dame at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is getting a point and a half in this one. You know, Wisconsin doesn't lose very often, let alone lose at home. So, Aloysius, what is so appealing about the Badgers? We have another consensus on this one. Everybody likes Wisconsin. What do you like about them first, Aloysius? Listen, everyone knows I'm, I'm Catholic and I'm Irish. And <laughs> before I started rooting for WU, I was a big Notre Dame fan. But, man, they've squeaked by some games this year. Wisconsin's one and one. They lost that uh, opening game to Penn State. They're going to come out fired up. This Love the defense. Love Jim Leonard as a, a defensive guru. And, I mean, they need this win. I mean, they're highly ranked. Notre Dame's still got that appeal. I just don't think Notre Dame's going to come out as fired up. And, again, hungry Wisconsin team that's going to run the ball down Notre Dame's throat. Give me – let me lay the points. Love this bet. Yeah, I mean, Wisconsin is going to win six or seven or eight games this year, uh, minimum. And they play in one of the hardest conferences in the country. I mean, they're going to have to go through Michigan. They're going to have to go through Ohio State. They're going to have to go through Iowa. They're going to have to go through a ton of teams. They already tried to go through Penn State. So they seem like they're always up to the task. Again, at home, wild man, getting points. You love the Badgers, right? Yeah, now it should be noted this game's at Soldier Field in Chicago as well. So a neutral site for these two teams. Um, but look, Wisconsin, maybe more than any other college team, has a pro feel and a pro look to them. Always have big, burly offensive linemen and always have capable running backs. You expect them to control the clock. You expect them to be able to run the football. Uh, and for me, it's like – it's just Brian Kelly, man. I, I just don't buy it. I, I don't think – I think he's the most overrated coach potentially in all of college football. Um, always kind of has a form-fit schedule to him. And really, I mean, I, I look back – they've played for national titles and I can't remember a signature win that Notre Dame has really had in the last decade, you know, they get on the big stage, but they don't really produce. So I'm taking Wisconsin here in a tight game, but I think seven gets there. And bones DK, you like Wisconsin also. Yeah. You know, I'm just always a Wisconsin guy at home. I know it's at a neutral field. And to be honest with you, when I saw the line, I thought it was way too many points. So I just thought Vegas had something up their sleeve and I'm not trying to get fooled by it. So I'm taking the six and a half, even though I was leaning, taking the points It's just something weird about that line. And uh, I'm going to take Wisconsin. You know, That's Notre Dame. I, I, I just wanted one, to add. One thing I, the, the public is going to mash Notre Dame in that game. Mash them. Aloysius. One more thing. The quarterback for Notre Dame this year played on Wisconsin last year. You don't think those boys are going to be fired oh. up to stop them? 
Let's go. Revenge game. Yeah, That's revenge right. game. And you you nailed the revenge game last week, Aloysius. Not to mention, while Notre Dame is in South Bend, you know, Indiana, Chicago is Big Ten country, man. That that's Illinois. That is Northwestern. That's you know Wisconsin, Michigan. That that's Big Ten country there in Chicago. So I think Wisconsin will have a bit of a home field advantage in that one. Final game of the nickel here is Big Twelve country. Kansas State at Oklahoma State. Kansas State is getting six points. Kind of a weird Kansas State team this year. Wild man, do you buy them uh, at home? We have a uh, we have. A crossfire on this one. You like Kansas State? Yeah, I do buy them. Uh, you know, they they were the underdog against Nevada at home last week. Got it done, one outright. Uh, I expect them to do the same uh, th- this week. I-, I think they can run the ball. I think Manhattan, Kansas, is actually a sneaky, scary place to play and a tough place to play. Perhaps the travel, although Oklahoma State will likely bus in. Uh, but but. So I'm going to take Kansas State. I also do want to mention this is the 14-year anniversary today, guys, of Mike Gundy. I'm a man. I'm 40 (laughs) on this day 14 years ago. Oh, Bones, you should see if you can. I think I liked that tweet. If you can bring up Golf Guy WV on Twitter, I like that tweet. Maybe we can close the nickel package with the whole press conference because it's a good press conference, too. He calls the paper garbage. He calls the editor garbage. Um, but just going back to the Oklahoma State game, I think this is this game in Stillwater or is this game in Manhattan, Aloysius? It's in Stillwater. Yeah, this is in Oklahoma oh, State. So uh, Oklahoma State's going to have the, the home crowd advantage. What do you like about Kansas State here, though, Aloysius? Man, I think I'm getting the better defense and the better offense. Okie State won their first three games by a combined 13 points, and that included at home against Missouri State. Neither team can throw the ball. Uh, Kansas State lost their quarterback, but Kansas State uh, at least uh, has four players that ran for over 200 yards and three scores. They've ran for over 200 yards and three scores in each game, so they're going to pound the ball better defense. This is my best bet of the week. Kansas State plus the points probably wins outright. All right, Kansas State is getting six right now. I think the graphic just showed a moment ago on the uh, Nickel Package podcast. Bones DK is also doubling as our producer here today. But if you look at that graphic that he has up right now, Aloysius is right. Kansas State is pounding the ball on the ground right now, averaging 225 yards a game. You know, that's 80 more yards than what uh, Oklahoma State's getting out of it. So, Bones DK, you're on Okie State, though. You like the Cowboys at home. Again, given six, why do you like them? I just like them at home and, uh, you know, looking at the stats, it is a little scary. I, I am a numbers guy. Um, you know, looking at this on the, on the screen, it makes me a little worried, but Hey, six, six points. I like it. Um, okay. State, they, they score a lot of points and I think they can hold down Kansas state. You got to remember bones. DK is, is just on here as cross promotion. He's he's a golf pro. He's not a, he's not a college better, but he doesn't <laughs> mind getting hate mail. I don't think so. If you feel like firing something at him, if you, Blow your wad this weekend. (laughs) Do it. Aloysius, we're going to ask your bonus bet this week to be uh, Marshall. We are West Virginia guys, all of us. Uh, Marshall is getting seven and a half tonight against Appalachian State, who are they ranked right now, App State? No, not to my knowledge. All right, so give us a bonus bet here. What do you like? We were just talking a little bit about Marshall off the air because we think they have an explosive offense. Where where do you fall on this game? Marshall, um, for lack of – Better word, shit the bed last week. Up 17 with seven minutes left. Great defense. I like this new coach. I mean, they got a pretty good offense. Like They like to run the ball. Um, you know, give, if it's a hook, seven and a half, I'll take that all day long. Marshall travels well. 
So uh, I don't know if it's going to be that big of a home field advantage. So uh, Thursday night game, I like the points. All right, we'll take the points in that one. Uh, Wildman, look, the the over-the-week team total didn't go great for you last week as Maryland barely got on the board in the first half. But what do you got this week for us? We're going to go right back to the well. College team total. The reason we do this is because it kind of takes those random plays out, like fumbles and block punts and things like that. As long as our offense can get opportunity, uh, they can score. So we're going to go with Memphis out of the American Athletic this week. They are playing UTSA, Texas San Antonio, uh, who actually has a decent offense. So I expect it to be a bit of a shootout. Memphis is putting up 43 points a game right now. Uh, one of those games actually was against an SEC opponent. So if they can score on the SEC, I expect them to be able to score on Texas San Antonio. Uh, they're running the ball down everybody's throat. They're explosive. They run a two-minute drill type of offense. Uh, it's over 34 and a half. I like Memphis a lot this week. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, Bones DK, that uh, the DJ or the DK Metcalf over was very close. I mean, Vegas nailed it again. It was six. The over was six and a half. So you lost the bet. Metcalf did have 11 targets, though. He had a, a dropped pass in there as well. Also wears a pink pacifier as a mouthpiece so i hope you never take a prop on that guy ever again i used to love him too after the buddha baker rundown but that pacifier has got to go man you're, you're a grown man playing a football nfl come on what's your prop of the week though this week bones you know actually i just wanted to talk about the prop of the week you brought up a <laughs> lot you know and 11 targets six on the number i i, I I'm, I'm devastated and i just knew it was gonna happen I threw a hundred bucks on it for anyone listening. I lost money. If you know, just so hold the hate mail back. I did lose with you. If you <laughs> it. Um, and, and, and you know, I'm just happy that you get to enjoy my pain with me and watching this torture. I mean, it, it was so close. I can't believe he, he didn't get it. And of course uh, he was wearing the pacifier to, to make it all there. So I, I don't have a lock uh, or a prop right now. Uh, go to my Twitter and I'll post it this week. I, I do want to do the prop in the NFL. I just didn't, uh, prep enough yet for it so i, I know, will put it out there on my twitter i wasn't even going to ask you about the prop of the week but then i saw that you have your graphic up that you're zero and one what i really wanted to give the listening audience was a little nugget of your rider cup take uh, as we get ready for it tomorrow morning have you started to build a lineup at all bones dk and, and what are you looking for in the rider cup pairings are, are starting to they haven't been announced, but they're starting to, to really take form you can kind of tell who's going to be playing with who so can you give us any little nuggets of, of uh of who you're liking tomorrow. Yeah. Peep the YouTube channel. Not much has changed since our podcast yesterday. Um, we're, we are waiting for the groups to come out. Um, it's just going to be a really exciting, exciting week. Now wild man's got me on DJ now and, you know, all these other guys. So my, my, my brain is spinning, but again, stick to Spieth, JT, Rory, DJ, you know, maybe some Bryson, it, you know, it's all about those cheap guys. Who's going to get the most playing time. But uh, if you play those guys, you're not going to go wrong. Wild man. You want to throw anything in there? Fade Brooks Kepka. So, you know, I don't know if you saw his press conference this morning. He's poor me, you know, uh, all this negativity. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Well, yeah, you did. You, you said you didn't like the routine. You said you didn't like the Ryder Cup. Now he's <laughs> saying somebody else said it. It's just this guy's too much. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is a little much. Uh, he's probably not going to get a lot of playing time. How many matches do you think Brooksy would realistically get? It's all based on the momentum, you know. If, if he comes out and they blitzkrieg somebody, he might, you know, ride the hot hand. But I don't expect him 
to be in the in the uh, first round plan, the foursomes tomorrow morning. I don't expect him to lead off on the course. And Aloysius, you actually, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit because you are the one that kind of, uh, only because we're busy as heck and he's home right now on paternity duty, but he's kind of the guy that picks the five games. So if you were going to pick a sixth game, what was on the docket for us? What were you looking at? Oh, man, you're putting me on the spot. Um, <laughs> Anything in the uh, NFL besides the Cowboys and the Eagles that interest you this week? Um, gosh, man. Because you I, fired I – like, I'll tell you what, you fired a text at me over the weekend, like right before kickoff. He's like, I just took Bills minus two. And, hey, and, and they was, uh, they great. overed that you know, hey, by that quite a great. bit, 35-nothing. So – um, yeah. Look, there's a lot of great games on the NFL slate this week, dude. Buccaneers at the Rams. And I'll tell you what, week four is coming up in the NFL when Brady heads back to New England. And that is going to be a heck of a, a heck of an evening of, uh, of television to watch when, when that returns. All right. Well, I won't keep you on the spot there, Aloysius. We appreciate your appreciate picks. You, you were the man last week going 4-0. Wildman and Bones DK got over 500, but they came, kind of came back to earth with their lock and their prop of the week. I was the embarrassment of the group, as I usually am, unless we're on the golf course. Then I'm usually the guy that's, that's the expert, but not here today. Aloysius, thanks so much for joining us. Bones DK and Wildman, good luck, not only at the Ryder Cup, but good luck this weekend with your uh, NFL and your DFS and your college football picks. I am Golf Guy WV. Follow me on Twitter. Getting closer to 100. October 9th today. We will find out then. Thanks so much for listening to the uh, second episode of the Nickel Package Podcast. We'll see you next week, and good luck this weekend. Thanks, Edge.